Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Kimberly Bade about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at GM Conference Center at Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Kimberly. Hello, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. So I would love to find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have your 2019 wedding at Walt Disney World. So my husband and I are big theme park people in general. We actually happened to meet waiting in line at an amusement park in Ohio called Cedar Point. And we just kind of connected through the internet years and years later. And we've been big Disney fans. We do the marathon every January with his family and got engaged during the marathon. And so it was just kind of, you know, seemed like the best fit for us. That's fantastic. So it sounds like your friends and family probably weren't too surprised when you told them where the wedding was going to be? Not at all. (laughs) That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited about, I believe it was like 115 to 120. And then including bridal party and guests, we ended up having 75. Okay, interesting. So did you set up a room block for your guests? We did. Polynesian was our deluxe resort. We had Pop Century as our value resort. And then we chose... Port Orleans Riverside as our moderate resort. And actually the vast majority of our guests ended up using Riverside. None actually ended up using the deluxe resort and only a few ended up using pop. So we actually ended up having to kind of re-coordinate what we had chose for our room blocks just to accommodate the extra guests at the moderate resort. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's always interesting to hear because it's hard to know where do you think your guests are going to want to stay versus where they actually end up. So that's interesting. Right. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was a really overwhelming process for me to kind of figuring out, you know, how to select the right amount and are people going to actually stay on property? And so, I mean, that was kind of stressful. It ended up working out great for us. We ended up not having to pay anything extra, but that was definitely kind of really hard logistically to try to figure that out. Right. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? For us, I really wanted it to be on a Saturday just because I knew people were going to be coming from out of town as it was. Many of our guests did make it like a little mini vacation, but, you know, there were some that just with work and everything, it was just really difficult. So if they had to leave after work on Friday, they could and then come back home Sunday if they needed to. And then as far as the time of the day, It just was kind of what was available for our venue, and basically that was it. I knew I wanted it to be, you know, in the afternoon, evening sometime, just to kind of give people the day to kind of sleep in and save up their energy for the night. 
And that was actually one of the issues with one of the venues I had originally looked at is I just didn't like the timing of the venue. Oh, interesting. Okay. So how did you choose your reception and ceremony venues? So for the ceremony, I've just always thought that the wedding pavilion is absolutely gorgeous. And it's just always been a personal dream of mine to get married there. As far as where we wanted to have our reception, we had looked at some of the outdoor venues, but I'm very much the type of person that when I get a vision in my head, that's the vision that I'm going to go with. And I'm not super flexible where if there was a weather issue that I would want to have to change that vision. You know, you just, you think about colors and floral and just decor and just to have to change all of that on a dime was like way too stressful for me. So I knew I wanted an indoor venue for the reception and I knew I wanted something that felt very uniquely Disney. Like as far as the ceremony goes, I wanted it to feel churchy, kind of more traditional. But then when it comes to the reception, I wanted it to feel very, very Disney. We had originally looked at the American Adventure Rotunda, which I think is an absolutely beautiful venue. However, with the times, it's just, it was so late. And, you know, my husband and I had recently been to some weddings where by 10 o'clock was cleared out and I just didn't want to spend all this money on this Disney wedding. And then people leave before the party really got started. So that kind of put the kibosh on that for us. And then my husband and I just started throwing out ideas of places that we had been at Disney, places that we knew had kind of different venues. And, you know, one of them was the GM Conference Center, which we had never, never actually been into. But, you know, we're from Michigan, we're from Detroit, we're like, well, that would kind of be cool, you know, GM and, you know, being like Automotive Alley and kind of that tie as well. I actually went with my mother-in-law and my mother to check out the space and I fell in love. I really loved it because it, to me, it was a blank canvas for me to work with. And I absolutely loved the floor to ceiling windows. I loved having the Epcot ball there in the center. I loved that there's like kind of like a little pre-reception area that actually shows the ride. So to me, it was very Disney. And then again, being indoors, I didn't have to worry about weather conditions or anything like that. So my husband was not very excited about it at first hmm. and was trying to sell me on some other ideas, which I was not a huge fan of. And it's funny because now we'll talk about our wedding and he's like, you know, you were right and it was the perfect venue and it was great. And like, sometimes you just have to see the vision and, you know, trust the process. <sighs> That's great. Now, probably this was a little difficult because you had an in-park venue and the wedding pavilion, but did you use any outside vendors for your event? No outside vendors. I did make my own, we actually made our own personal floral. So my bouquet, we did go through Disney, but as far as all of like the boutonnieres and the bridesmaids bouquets and stuff, we actually did that ourselves the night before with just Costco flowers and saved a lot of money. Oh, that's a great tip. How did you guys choose your officiant? Our officiant was actually my cousin's husband. We wanted it to be very personal. In our heads, we wanted something that was personal, somebody who knew us, you know, at a personal level, but we also still wanted to have like a religious aspect to our wedding, but not overly religious, if that makes any sense. 
And my cousin's husband, who we're very close with, he works as a preacher and we knew he was ordained. And so we had asked him to do it. And it turned out exactly how we wanted to. We had the personal touches with the religious aspects. We didn't want an hour long ceremony. We wanted something 20 to 30 minutes. And that was what worked out for us. That's fantastic. Did you guys add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or the reception? Not to the ceremony, but to the reception we did. We ended up adding characters, which I wasn't really sure if we were going to do in the beginning. I thought that people, especially some of my father-in-law's like business partners and stuff, would maybe think it was like a little tacky or cheesy. And actually, it was the day of our planning session. About halfway through, the boys took a break and they went to... Uh, the Grand Floridian pool bar and we're talking and joking and the dads decided amongst themselves that they wanted the characters. They decided they wanted the characters. And I said, okay, like go for it. What, what, who do we want? And so we picked the characters. We ended up going with Mickey and Pluto and we wanted them to actually be the ones that kind of started our dancing to kind of get people motivated on the dance floor and, you know, kind of, let loose a little bit. And it worked out great with timing, but it's funny. My father-in-law tells the story. We lost my dad this year and he tells the story about how they were standing there and the characters came in and they looked at each other. And my dad said to my father-in-law, I totally forgot we even got these. And I swear people cheered louder for the characters than they did when my husband and I came in. And people that I thought were going to think, oh, this is so cheesy. Like, why do we have Disney characters? Like, I get it's a Disney wedding, but why do we have Disney characters? People, people I'd never thought would think it was cool or unique or whatever. They loved it. Like, everybody loved it. And it's one of those things I'm so happy we ended up doing it in the long run because, like, how it was so well received. And I would definitely recommend anybody do the characters. It's well worth the money. And the pictures were amazing. That's wonderful. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from the reception you can recommend? We did the almond cake with the cream cheese filling. That was really good. I really liked that. And then I can't remember what my husband picked. I think he picked vanilla and then like the chocolate mousse. But I really liked the cheesecake filling with the almond. That was really good. Although I see they have lavender on the menu now, which sounds amazing. <laughs> anniversary party <laughs> right <laughs> do you have any menu items you would recommend from your reception yeah so our appetizers were actually really amazing my husband's obsessed with the cheeseburger spring rolls we have to get them every time when we go to magic kingdom so we had that on our menu and then we actually when we had our tasting we did the coconut shrimp and actually, my mother is not a seafood person, and she had the coconut shrimp and thought they were delicious. So I was like, well, if she thinks they're good, then everyone else will think they're good. <laughs> um, and then one of the things that I really always wanted and I had seen on the Disney website was the ahi tuna wonton crisps. And they were absolutely delicious. It wasn't something that was necessarily on like the appetizer menu that you would pick from, but it was something that I had special requested and that they were able to accommodate. So that was great. We did the beef tenderloin, which was absolutely fantastic. We also did the mac and cheese, which was really, really good. 
I know people think it's just mac and cheese, but like it was really good. And then they also, when we had our 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 food tasting, there was this like kind of spicy red tomato sauce that was supposed to be, I believe it was supposed to be with the appetizer of the the mac and cheese balls. We actually ended up getting that on the side to put with our mac and cheese. It was like a spicy abarata sauce or something, but the chef was fantastic and accommodated us that way. Also, I wanted the salad dressing from Japan, like the ginger dressing, and they were able to accommodate that as well, which was really cool. I just liked that you could kind of, you know, if you have something specific at Disney that you really love, a lot of times they can either get something very similar to it or potentially even the the real thing. I will say the only disappointment that I had was that we could not get pineapple dole for our wedding. <laughs> and that made me really sad. Oh, we did actually do, we ended up doing the ice cream novelties though. And that was really cool. And people really enjoyed that. And we got some cute pictures with those as well. That's a great tip. Yeah, I think that a lot of people aren't aware that the sample menus they send you are just samples and you can really right. request anything within limits. Like you mentioned, they aren't able to get the actual machine that makes the Dole Whip, so you usually can't get those. But in general, anything you can think of at Disney or even like your favorite family recipe, they can try to recreate for you. Yeah, and it was it was great. I mean, it breaks my heart now that it doesn't sound like they're doing the tastings anymore. But I mean, it was our, our tasting experience with the chefs was absolutely amazing. I mean, we were in there tasting things, you know, we would make comments about, oh, I really like that. Or, oh, I really like this. And then, you know, on the fly, the chef just like whipped something up for us. He's like, oh, you like this and you like that. Well, I can put them together and then I can add this. And I mean, it was, it was great. They were super accommodating. You know, if there were things you like, if there were things that we didn't like, for example, you know, we did the vegetable medley, but my husband and I are not big eggplant people. You know, we just told them, hey, we like everything in here. We just don't really like the eggplant. And they just omitted it. You don't have to have it because it says vegetable medley with eggplant. You can admit that. It's it's easy. Right. That's a great point. So did you add a dessert party or a welcome party to your day? So we didn't. And, you know, it it was never really brought to our attention that that was even an option when we were going through the planning phases. And I'm not sure if it would have worked out in our budget or not, but it would have been something that would have been nice to explore. It's kind of one of those things that like, you know, in hindsight, if I could go back now, maybe we would have considered like doing a little welcome party, but we didn't, we didn't really know about it. And our planner didn't really tell us about it either. Hmm. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I always try to talk about things like that on the show is so that people know what to ask for. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't know. Hmm. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? We were up early. I want to say, gosh, I want to say it was like probably six or seven, bright and early. Stacy Odo came to do my hair and makeup. We did have a family friend go to like Publix and get some little like sandwiches and goodies and treats to kind of eat while we were getting ready. And then once we were all ready, we had our kind of like pre-getting ready outfits on. I got all the girls like tank tops with their initials and some cute, like cozy pajama pants. And we actually took pictures in the Polynesian lobby. And this was around one o'clock. And then we actually took pictures at inside Trader Sam's because that's one of our favorite bars at Disney. So we took those photos there, took some photos outside as well, kind of by the lava rocks. 
took some photos, like pre getting ready photos out by the beach in the sand. And then we all got dressed ready. And I did a, a first look with my bridal party. And then I guess we just headed over, we got on the monorail and we headed over to the wedding pavilion. And then our wedding was at 5.30. And then we started pre-reception from 6.30 to 7.30. It was pretty quick from actually starting the ceremony to the time we had to get to GM Lounge was all, all pretty fast and furious. So out of all of that, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? That's a tough question. Obviously, marrying my husband. Of, of course. course. <laughs> um, I don't know. The whole thing is just such a blur and it goes by so fast. I mean, it was just so wonderful to be like with all those people in one spot. But like something that sticks out for me <laughs> from our wedding while we were doing pre ceremony photos before before the girls and I got dressed or anything and we're in our getting ready clothes. The photographer were on the beach. The t- photographer had recommended all of us girls laying down on one of the hammocks together and getting like a cute little casual, like we're all on a hammock photo or whatever. And there were a total of six of us and five got on and the sixth person got on and the entire hammock just dropped. (laughs) And we didn't break the chain. We thought we broke the chain, but the chain just wasn't appropriately hooked. But it was hilarious because we all just fell and hit the sand and it was this they got it on video they got it on camera I mean our (laughs) our facial expressions and our smiles are just like so genuine and it was just kind of a way to like I don't know like it you know the reality of the day may not go perfect things may happen but like you're gonna have a great day no matter what and it was just a really funny moment that's fantastic So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? For me and my husband both, the most important things for us were like food, alcohol, and then just kind of like overall entertainment. So, you know, we wanted to do the ride mix-in, which we did after the ceremony. We did a ride mix-in at Soren. you know, obviously a DJ, and then we did the characters too, alcohol, I think one of the best things we spent money on was getting an extra bartender. Um, Mm. I remember the price was not much to get a second bartender and it was totally worth it. All of our guests were really happy that they didn't have to wait for drinks. And they said the bartenders were all great. And then food too. I actually never thought that I would do a buffet for my wedding. I just kind of had like a, you know, like a eh kind of feeling about buffets, but I had been to a friend of mine's Disney wedding and saw how they just did such a nice job. And it's not the typical buffet that you think of when you go to a wedding. And so we like, we ended up deciding to do that and pick a couple more options. People can pick what they want. So, you know, those were kind of the important things to us. I mean, those are the things that we talk about when we're done with the wedding, you know, Oh, you know, this was great. That was great. We actually saved a lot of money on floral just because to me, it's one of those things like, it's beautiful, it's great in the moment, but I've never left a wedding and said, they had great flowers. Hmm. I leave and I say, man, their food was good, or I had so much fun, or, you know. So floral, to me, was not a huge deal. And honestly, both of our venues were so beautiful on their own. And then again, we we actually ended up using a lot of our own floral just with Costco and Publix, actually. Huh, that's great. That's a good tip. 
Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? At our wedding, there were just a couple things that were kind of out of place. Um, they weren't where they were supposed to be. Just as an example, when you walked into the wedding pavilion, I had gotten a little memorial plaque that like lit up with candles of our like passed away, you know, grandparents. And we had kind of talked about this ad nauseum. So I don't know why it got missed, but it ended up being up at the altar. Hmm. But it was such a smaller size plaque that like you couldn't tell that it was actually there. Um, hmm. So that was kind of unfortunate. I unfortunately did not have the best wedding planning experience with my planner. From day one, she had just kind of, I mean, she missed our initial interview and had kind of given, uh, like our phone little meet and greet, had given some excuses as to why she had missed it. And then her assistant missed it. And um, I'm like a very type A type of person. I'm very organized. And there were red flags that I just kind of had chosen to ignore. And I kind of wish I would have brought it to the attention of Disney a little bit sooner than I had because I just kept trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. But then after speaking to someone at Disney, they, you know, had explained that that's not the expectation and that I should have contacted somebody sooner. I mean, it ended up working out. It ended up being fine. Our day was wonderful, but there was a lot more stress on me than I probably should have had. It still worked out nice. But yeah, it was it was very frustrating at times. Hmm, that's too bad. Yeah. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? Not really. Again, like being more A type personality, just being very organized, I think is the best thing that you can do to kind of avoid those things that may be a big deal. You know, the boys had a timeline. We had a timeline. You know, the dads had it. We all had a printout. Um, you know, even for photos, there were certain photos that we knew we wanted to get. We typed up a sheet for that. Um, so, I mean, there wasn't anything that I had been super concerned about that went wrong. Um, but again, I think that just comes down to like really good planning and, you know, making sure that your bridal party's on the same page and just kind of dotting all your I's, crossing all your T's, making sure everybody has each other's contact information and just being really organized. Got it. Okay. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Things I would have done differently. I pro again, I probably would have contacted Disney sooner rather than later with the issues that I had um, in regards to my planner. I would have liked to know and kind of investigated more about like a, a welcome party or like a farewell party, at least looked into it. I don't know if it would have worked out in our budget, but it would have been something at nice to at least explore. Right. Um, but overall, I was just so happy with our wedding and how everything turned out. And it was a great day. So <laughs> that's wonderful. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would recommend shutting your phone off. My husband and I both decided to do that because we wanted to be focused on the day and our intentions. Um, with that being said, I did make sure that my planner had my maid of honors number and, you know, that multiple people had other multiple people's number. And then, you know, just posted something on Facebook, just said, I will not have my phone on me. If you have any questions, like, please contact the member of my bridal party. 
just because it is such like, you know, everyone says it, that it goes by so fast and it really does. And you want to be enjoying every minute. And, you know, it's great that people are texting or calling you on your wedding day saying, you know, oh, I can't wait to see you or you're going to be a beautiful bride. And that's all great. And that's fine. But like, just be immersed in that moment, be with your bridal party, be with your, your mom or your mother-in-law and just in the morning getting ready and just absorb that girl's time and, you know, be present with your husband and think about the intention of your vows and just really enjoy that day and kind of like just soak it all in. And this is going to sound bad, but money is just money. (laughs) If there's something that you really, really want, just, just get it. You can always make more money, but you don't want to go back and say, oh, I really wish I would have done this for my wedding and I didn't do it again. Again, example, the characters like, yes, it was an added expense, but honestly, like now I'm just so over the moon that we did it. So happy that we did it. And now I think looking back, I would have regretted it if we didn't do it. So, you know, obviously within reason and budgeting and all that kind of stuff, but you can make sacrifices other places. Like I said, we, we, our floral budget was very minimal. So. Yeah, that's a great tip. Well, Kimberly, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me, of course. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>